Hey, America. Start, Start listening, listening now. now. All right, excellent. Well, the good news today is that we're talking about losers, about absolute zeros, the absolute bottom of the barrel. It's getting too close to junior Eurovision season, so I got to get all my meanness out. That's right, we're talking about... And welcome to another pointless episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, Miss States, if you're nasty. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. That's a good one. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. So is, I, her, is her first name United or is it these United States? Oh, I don't. I I didn't I didn't think about <laughs> well, it that I don't much. Give a damn. <laughs> I, I just thought I'm gonna say a thing and it'll be funny, not Danny's gonna grill me about it it was uh, it but was you know what funny, it was okay thank you thank you very much <laughs> great speaking of getting grilled sam grill him with the socials ah <laughs> uh, and you always break them over the coals <laughs> and you at home can rake us over whatever kinds of coals you darn well please at all the standard social media outlets facebook twitter slash x tiktok threads blue sky instagram etc 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 at one two points usa or you can just email us directly at 12 points of america at gmail.com you can feel free to buy our fabulous merchandise on redbubble or you can support us directly via patreon and whether you support us financially or not we love you either way but our patreon supporters do get exclusive content as well as early access to episodes you might be listening to us right now via our friends over at switch radio europe calling and if you are yay thank you for that if you're not check out switch radio europe calling they've got a week's worth of awesome content shows just like ours you get your fix of eurovision music and news and just the community over at Switch Radio Europe calling. Uh, speaking of other podcasts and everything and news and friends of the show, I did have a moment to meet up with Phil over at the Eurovision Wars podcast. So if you haven't already checked that Wars. out, please do. We had a really fascinating discussion uh, on the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, how it, uh, how it kind of blended into this year's Eurovision, as well as how recent russian eurovision acts have been during these last uh, last two years or so so really interesting discussion check out eurovision wars if you don't already follow it how has sergey lazarev been oh, 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 oh we talked I about sergey all right i imagine he's what hunched over a table eating spaghettios out of the tin uh you'll have to listen to figure out what he's doing <laughs> i mean like yeah. he's 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 turned heel I see. He's sipping wine coolers on a cabana in St. Petersburg. Something mm. like that. Sam, I do I need to correct one thing. You mentioned that there were other shows like ours on Switch Radio. There are no shows like ours. There's like ours, nothing no. like us. Yeah. I'm just going to put fair. that out there. That's but there fair. are other shows has... of great quality. <laughs> Quick question that has absolutely nothing to do with our show or other shows. What is Blue Sky? What's going on here? Maybe this is something we can elucidate for some of our listeners and me. What is it's, it? What does Blue uh, Sky do? It's like Twitter. Uh, it's right. currently it's currently invite only. It it seems to have gained a decent amount of momentum, more than some of the other potential quote unquote Twitter Twitter replacements uh, have. Uh, yeah, it's like Twitter. Is it like Walter White's meth? 
it is not quite as intoxicating, but okay. yes. So it's somewhere underneath Walter yes. White's meth and somewhere above the company that made all of the Dr. Seuss movies. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's right. As far as blue as far as blue skies are concerned. Well, what are we doing this week? We're talking about Junior Eurovision and we're talking about uh <laughs> we're talking about the big losers. Uh so uh -huh. let's uh let's start with some news. Let's start with some news. All right. Uh we actually start off our our news chat with uh some some serious news and some some upsetting sad news, but some I guess hopeful news and you know anybody who puts prayers out into the world uh this would be a good time for them uh friend of the show friend of eurovision i mean we haven't had him on the show but we feel like he would be a friend of the show if he had him on danny estrin lead singer and absolute brilliant human being uh the lead of voyager has been uh he just announced that he has been diagnosed with cancer putting a a bit of a damper on their plans for a tour yeah they're, uh, of they're course, big tour yeah, so of course that that has been pulled back. Immediate uh, immediate treatment is going to be in flux, uh, in, in place, I should say. He has not divulged any details on specific type or his his journey so far. As of course it's still early days. Of course, everybody's cancer journey is different. Uh, I think what can be said is universal is the amount of love that is going his way, especially from oh, yeah. from us and the entire Eurovision community, the whole the whole metal community, the whole everybody. You know, I like to think that if you put good into the world, good will come back to him. And the amount of love that he puts into the world, I, I hope, is going back to him 25-fold. Danny, Daniel Estrin, I should say, not Danny on our show. Yes. I mean, Danny, yes. Danny Vopava, we love you too, but Danny Estrin. What happened to me? Danny Estrin, kick cancer's ass. We're, we're all pulling yes. for you, buddy. We love you. Absolutely. I haven't talked about this on the show, uh, I don't think at all, uh, to, to this point. This seems like as good a time as any. I was uh, diagnosed with cancer while I was over for Eurovision. Um, Immediately I, before, right? Yeah. It was. It was the. I was in Amsterdam because I'd gone to the. I wanted to see the Vermeer exhibit there, mm -hmm. uh, which I did that same day. Uh, that was a day. Holy crap! But yeah, uh, it was the day before we went to Liverpool. I got a call. Uh, mine was caught very early i got extraordinarily lucky i am doing fine now uh i am uh cancer free as far as i know it has been a it has been a difficult few months for sure uh it's just a very difficult thing to deal with physically uh and emotionally and but when i saw this news i i i here's the thing a song like promise and a band like Voyager with their energy and things like that was such a, a distraction or just a, a, a thought like you're surrounded by like-minded people and it's going to be okay. And, and uh, I am so glad to have had uh, uh, Sam and, and Derek, you were both, you got in a couple of days after I did, but that you were there for that, for that time, because I was uh, in the, in a country where I don't live uh, and and just kind of having to sit with this for a couple of weeks, uh, not really being able to do anything, and it's a it was a real testament to the Eurovision community as a whole. Everyone was just wonderful, and I know Danny is in outstanding hands uh, as as he deals with this too. And if there's anyone who can kick kick this thing's ass, 
it's a uh immigration lawyer slash rock god so danny we're thinking of you hang in there kick this thing in its tuchus and uh and we'll see you on the road cheers to that cheers to that and anybody mm -hmm. listening make sure that you're taking care of your health yes you know, get your get your regular checkups you know okay. don't ignore things that you know whatever your mm -hmm. body is doing you know your body best take care of it <laughs> yep. if something seems off don't be afraid to go to a doctor yep just take care of yourself Oh, and by the way, this is not part of the loser talk. I think we need to be very clear about that. <laughs> yes. Uh, very clear. yes. Um, that's coming later. Uh, this next thing is also not loser talk, Danny. We're back to talking about our Danny now. Uh, junior Eurovision. We've got a bunch of stuff. Where do we even want to start? Well, we can, <laughs> we can start with the losers. Oh, that's mean, but I mean, objectively, we know that Germany has not fared well at Eurovision, junior Eurovision in the past or regular Eurovision. So we're hoping. You know what? That's a good segue, change. actually. Honestly, let's start with Germany. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to be fair, the sample size for their performance at junior Eurovision is really small. They've only had two yes, entrants yes. so far. They were both slotted to go in the first spot in the, in the running order. It's not yeah. ideal. I get it. But yeah, Germany is returning to Junior Eurovision. As we know, they had a national final, sort of a small pared down national final. Uh, and they have selected the singer Fia, F-I-A, Fia. Her name- I thought it was um, Fia. I think it's, I think it's Fia. If, yeah, it's yeah. Fia. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Fia uh, was selected her song Onavata, or Without Words. She's 12 years old from Berlin. Uh, she was a finalist on The Voice Kids this year. Incidentally, she was actually coached by none other than Lena Meyer-Landwut. So there's a Eurovision connection there already. Uh, her song incorporates German sign language, which she likes to put through her songs. I think one of the members of her family might be uh, deaf or hard of hearing uh, and, and utilizes German sign language. Interestingly enough, the German selection was kind of cool in the fact that we've heard the song but we've only heard a minute long demo of it. So now that she's been selected, they're going to flesh out the song, put it to the full three minutes or whatever their edit is going to be. And then we'll hear it in full, probably sometime in early to mid October. Would they find the song? Did they find the current version like as a new sample on a Casio keyboard? What they only, they only made a minute. Do, 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 do. Yeah. No, no, it's, 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 no, no, it's it's the they the whole song exists. They just haven't played the whole thing oh, or released the right. whole thing right. publicly. Right. It's exactly. like you know, if you go on iTunes and you you don't know if you want to hear a song, but they'll let you or you don't want to pay your ninety nine cents for it, but you can listen to a minute of it and then decide if your if your ninety nine cents would be well spent. This is what that is, except there's I no money involved, uh, and it's used. otherwise completely different. <laughs> Great. I'm glad. Okay. Yeah. So we've heard one third of Onavarta. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll hear we'll hear more of that later. We get to tick off another language on the Eurovision languages touched on checklist. I don't know. The yeah, yeah. Holding my holding my breath for the next German sign language song at Eurovision. <laughs> do Do you think that they still have the comically long words in? The <laughs> That they had in German, <laughs> like the word for in... newsstand is like twenty five letters long. Yeah, yeah, 
I mean, it has to, right? I wonder oh how that gosh. works. Yeah, if, yeah if, you... if you don't know the sign for it and you have to spell it out and you're like, oh, gosh, what's the German sign language for S set? Oh, the writer's if if we somehow me. have a, a listener who can answer that question, I would really like to know. This, this is a flow chart this I only raises. Yeah, let's let's yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. I already it's like we only have so much time on the show. Anyway, yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about our next our next singer. We had a bit of a super Saturday or super weekend uh, this past weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, Albania was the next nation to pick their song. Uh, singer's name is Viola Giselli. I might be mispronouncing that. It's uh, G J Y Z or Z E L I. Uh, mm -hmm. Song's name is Bota Ime or My World. She was the winner of Junior Fest 2023. 15 entrants performed live from the center of Tirana in front of that really cool pyramid thing that's in the middle of their sort of central square. Uh, winner was selected via jury. Uh, interesting pedigree on the songwriting team on this one. Uh, it was written by Eriona Rushtidi and Enes Muliai, who were also the team for both Duye and Kiteu Tolkis. So a bit of a Eurovision connection on the songwriting team um we will so it's still gonna more... be albanian as hell yes okay yeah uh we it is. will yeah it is. we will delve more into these individual songs as we have our preview shows those will be coming mm -hmm. up over the next couple of weeks um but yeah so we'll delve more into what we actually think of the songs themselves but just general details there mm -hmm. yeah uh is coming up fast it's, it's it is. i don't know if we've actually mentioned it on the show before but like it's it's in november it's oh yeah it's about uh yeah about two months from now is uh it's time of recording uh the only problem is that two of us on this podcast are going to be going on vacations in the relatively near future so we got some interesting scheduling to figure out but anyway let's talk about the dutch song next mm -hmm. um after a uh, national final, four acts taking part with one male soloist, two female trios, and a duet. The winner was our duet. It's Sep and Yasmin, ages 13 and 14, with their song Holding On To You. Uh, winner was picked by a kids jury, a professional grown-up jury, and an online vote. Sep and Yasmin took top marks with all three of them. And also, uh, interesting pedigree on the Songwriting, it's by Robert Dorn, who wrote Best Friends, who wrote La Festa, who wrote uh, Around, which is their song, and I want to say 2014. Mm -hmm. So good track record for it shows best friends. Too. Just, I, I love Best Friends, because you want to know who sings it? A bunch of people who best look friends. like Best Friends. They do. Uh, rolling over to Poland, we had the winner selected over there. It's 13-year-old Maja Krzyzewska. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it... Uh, it all right, you at home. Here's a spelling bee here. Uh, last name, <laughs> K-R-Z-Y-Z -Z with a dot over it, E-W-S-K-A. I think that's Krzyzewska. Now, that could be Krzyzewska. It could be Chushevska. You know, it's the upper Midwest. We would have the best shot at this than, than anywhere else in the country. <laughs> oh, dear. We'll see. So, yeah. it's Maya. Hi, Maya. Maya. Yeah, Maya. M-A-J-A. <laughs> Maya. Yes. Uh, and her song, her song is I Just Need a Friend. Oof. <laughs> the streak continues of these titles, yeah. let me tell you. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for one of these junior Eurovision songs to just be titled something like Throw Down. Like, you know, I'm waiting for a junior Eurovision song called Hardcore. My money's on Portugal. Oh, God. 
If only I was going to say, if only one country would do it, who would it be? It's Portugal. Portugal, hundred percent. Or Portugal. honestly, I was going to say, maybe not for Junior Eurovision, but like the vibe, Georgia, perhaps. Georgia is who we'll talk about next. It is, yes. So we knew that the winner of Ranina this year was Anastasia Vasadze. Uh, but she has been announced as having two folks joining her on stage. And instead of just a solo, it's going to be a trio. She'll be joined by 2022 Ranina finalists, Nikolos Karati and Otto Badzerashvili. So it'll be a trio. And it's huh. the first Georgian entry since 2015 that's not just a solo act. Uh-huh, uh Because -huh. we haven't so... had that since uh, since the virus. What what age are we looking at here? Are are we is this going to be like thirteen or twelve? Are we like talking like since the three little eight year olds on board? No, I mean the fact that uh, Nicolas and Otto were on last year's yeah, Ranina last makes year. me think that they're on the the middle to higher end of the junior spectrum. So I'm gonna I don't have their specific numbers here, but I'm gonna estimate that they're about thirteen fourteen. Okay. All right. Uh, we're getting a little bit more details coming in about uh, Sandra Valero's song from Spain. We know that it'll be released in early, early October. So possibly by the time you're listening to this podcast, you may have heard her song. And it's called Love You. Not L-O-V-E-Y-O-U. It's L-O-V-I-U. Love You. Uh, that is not actually a word in Spanish. What? It's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's been lied to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love you love you so yeah we will so that's gonna that be out. like the weird weird oh i hope it's i hope it's the bubblegum pop weird chorus. novelty song i sure hope it is i hope it's like uh what's the name of the the song that belgium sent for uh for uh, for the second chance contest this year you know the absolutely wild one i can't remember. you know like little heart flowers everywhere and she's like weird that's what I'm oh, uh, um, yeah. um, give me a second here. Oh, Shireen, uh, Saman Wipa. That's yes. it. Yes, Shireen. It doesn't bother me. Merci, Shireen. Yes. But yeah, that's, uh, who knows? We, we don't really have a ton of detail on that one yet, but we'll get it in early October. And we have word that supposedly the Italian entrant will be announced sometime during the month of September, at least according to Wikipedia. So by the time you're listening to this, that may be out in the wild as well. So who knows what else is going to come down the pipeline? Someone's going to get a text at 9 p.m. on Saturday the 30th. And they're going to go, oh, God. We have an today? <laughs> Not the Quick, find, find, come up with a name for an entrant. We'll give Quick, her the find name a random Italian kid. child. Find a little kid with glasses who looks like Il Volo. Oh, Il Volino. Little, El, what if we had little Il Volo? Il Vol... Yeah, Volino. Volito. Volino. Volino, that's it. Okay. Volino. <laughs> Volino. Yeah. So it's, it's, El Volo is the flight. So it's like, it's a flight, but it's in like a little Cessna. A flight, like a bumblebee. Oh. You know what like else a is little... a bumblebee? Yeah. Biscavi. Actually, and technically, no. Biscavi's right wasp, aren't they? <laughs> Uh, yes, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot of those folks are going to lose, and that brings us to the losers <laughs> of the show. We did it. Really raring to it. talk about these losers. Okay, yeah. we're done with all of these people who could yeah. potentially lose. Now it's time to talk about the people mm -hmm. who really did. Yeah, and so to be clear, we're, we're talking about 
I mean, all kind. There are many, many ways to lose, uh, but we're we're talking about the folks that got nothing, that got zero points, uh, and we're talking about zero points in a number of different ways. Just zero points total, zero mm-hmm. points from one vote or another. Final semifinals. Just any time somebody got a goose egg for something, that's what we're going to be talking about here. Actually, not any time because we're 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 only counting null pointers from after two thousand three. Yeah, we we specifically wanted to make sure that we were counting the years that involved semifinals because yes. it's it's a whole new ball game. I mean, the fact that with the semifinal system arriving, there are so many more countries that are participating, so many more opportunities to get points, which means a null point is even more spectacular. Yeah, it's truly something special. You know, in the early days back in the 60s and the 70s, like the winners won with like 30 points. Like Yeah. So sometimes less. So getting a zero, it's like, well, yeah, you got few votes, but like it's the equivalent of getting, you know, picking up like 25 votes today. Who knows? Yeah. In, in, In those early days before, you know, there were 12 points. Uh, yeah, sometimes it would just 12, you'd, 10, you'd only eight. give out five votes, you'd right? Yeah, basically, yeah. Each either each country would get its own rating from zero to ten or or whatever. Other times, you basically had ten points to give out in to distribute total. How and you could do that however you liked, but that was it. Each country would call in five points to this, three points to this, two points to this. That's it. So it was a lot easier to easier i guess to to get Mm. zero points now it's extremely difficult and that is why james newman is the true (laughs) king truly impressive achievement yeah yeah no it really wasn't (laughs) but yeah so so why don't we talk about some of these songs i guess in in order of when they when they hit so let's let's set our sights by talking about 2003 nulpois the UK, yes. Gemini Crybaby. Oh boy. Ushering in a new era of boy. Yeah. This one, I'm sorry <laughs> to say, I'm sorry to say was deserved. Yeah. It's, we talk it's a lot about how brutal. like the null point, the null point res- result, honestly, sometimes we'll say most of the time, a vast majority of the time isn't deserved. It's just some quirk of popularity, <laughs> bad timing on songs getting released in one year. But there's no, there's no excusing Gemini getting no point. I mean, it was okay in studio. It was, it was, it was, that it was, was deserved. Yeah, I mean, it my thought is that bad. they probably could not hear themselves. They were somehow singing in all of the keys and yet none of them at the same time. <laughs> which, I mean, that's talent. That's that takes a lot. That's. That's, Again, an impressive achievement. All of these null pointers are, are extremely stupendous achievements in their own right. Yeah. I don't want to be too harsh. I mean, the fact that... They I do. I think that this... <laughs> I <don't. laughs> this this one's really bad. Have uh, they not received punishment enough this one's by a also disaster. receiving null points to the point where they broke up? Mm-hmm. They null pointed so hard it broke the group, which is it broke the band. crazy. Yes. Yeah. I think Sorry. they did have a couple of promotional performances around Liverpool, which which is the hometown. Sure, um, yeah. But yeah, this was not only the first time the UK came in last place, the first time they had a null point. It was the first English language song to go null point as well, which is which is talent. 
So 2015, the year before we did the uh, basically double vote system and the number of available points, the number of opportunities to get points effectively doubled. Uh, we had two new pointers, the uh, host country, Austria, the make makes with I am yours. That one's that one's frustrating to me. We'll talk more about that. Uh, and Sophie with Black Smoke, another one that just wasn't that it bad. Just, no, it wasn't. It, it got nothing. And then our boy James Newman. And gosh, that that when you think about zero points now, I feel like the thing that comes to mind, maybe more than anything, is that run uh, of of zero points, zero points, zero points in 2021 starting with james newman and you knew he knew it was coming yeah he knew like, it was coming, he was but nobody he was else after lasted him knew it. no no it, uh, but like he was he was there he had the bottle of wine in his hand uh that i assume was empty and uh was just having the time of his life and it came to him he had no points he knew it was happening and he just had this look on his face that was like do it Give yeah it like him. come on come on do it bring it do it bring i it. dare you bring it yeah uh, and then we had a few more. Uh, yeah, but all of those people thing. got no points from the televote. He's the one who started with nothing from the right. jury. Yeah, the others, uh, Blas Canto and and Jango McCroy. Was it just those three? And was there another and, one? Uh, and Germany. Yeah, I don't feel hate. That, Germany. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, four in a row. All getting done. And I remember, I remember a couple things about that. Us... Because uh, we were we were not there for that one. It was still kind of COVIDy, so we were watching it at Sam's place and just looking at each other like, "Is something wrong? Was there like, <laughs> yeah, like, it has to has to be a mistake, right? Like this is this is crazy. This shouldn't be happening." Uh, and then in addition to that, the next one up after the four was ticks, and I remember thinking, "All right, one more." <laughs> <laughs> Crossing your fingers, can we go was for five? It? Can we go yeah. for five? And yeah, good. just just one more, just one more. <laughs> Didn't work out that way. I'm sure Tix is a nice guy. Actually, I'm not. Whatever. Moving on. So we know now that the voting system is very, very different. You know, we have instead of just a combined public and televote, it's a Republican jury vote. We have these two separate columns right now. So I was wondering if we had that current system. Would both Austria and Germany have ended up with nil point? So, according to Wikipedia, which is the split results of the final, you know, what the jury gave on their own, what the televoting gave on their own, Austria would have received nil point from the televote, but they would have actually ended up with 40 points from the jury, which isn't half bad. Get rid of the televote. You heard it here first. Not really. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's and right, everyone. Richard, We're the only podcast advocating for only juries. And as for Germany, they ended up with 24 points from the jury and five points from the televoting. So Austria would have surpassed them, but they certainly would not have ended up in nul point. They actually had more points from the televoting than France did. They had five points while the French only had four. So it's an interesting little thought experiment here. I feel like they've gotten a bit of short shrift, but if they had only gone a year later, it wouldn't have been quite as much of a slap in the face. Yeah. 
looking at semifinals, we've only had about 20 years worth of semifinals, but even even in that time, getting null point in a semi is exceedingly rare. Uh, in fact, it's only happened four times, and two of them happened this year, uh, which is kind of wild. And in the same semi, we had uh, our aforementioned boy, Theodore Andre, uh, with DGT and Peak Jacks like an animal both got nothing. Nothing from the semifinal. The other two are Celebrate by Piero and the Music Stars, Switzerland 2004. That's the first semifinal. That was uh, a larger semifinal than we're used to seeing now, so it makes a little more sense. Uh, but oh. then uh, Gypsy.CZ from Czechia, Avin Ramale, uh, that one also got a nothing. And uh, they uh, didn't come back for about five years after that happened. Yeah, if we thought the whole thing with Gemini breaking up, this is this is such an epic faceplant that the entire <laughs> country, country just kind of flipped. They flipped the table and said, nope. <laughs> or however you say nope in, in Czech. Nay. I don't know. It's no. Nay? It's one of those words. It doesn't change. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it also needs to be said that this year we only had public televote for the semifinals. Yep. So if there was a jury vote, who knows if they would have tossed a couple of points over to Romania or San Marino. I mean, neither of these were jury darlings, I don't think. Certainly no, but I mean, somebody could have. You never know. I suppose. Yeah. So we also have our favorite Noel Ponders uh, that we wanted to talk about. Let's uh, yes. let's 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 go around. We each have a top five here mm -hmm. uh, and just say a little something, a little something about uh our uh favorite examples this is no of, uh, in in any respect right this yes is, so this is either total or from either jury or televote and from either final right or so so for instance uh i expect nobody will do this but if if uh you wanted to pick uh do it for your lover uh which got <laughs> don't and don't any of you do it uh, that got nothing from the juries. It did get five points from uh, the Portuguese televote. Specifically I love shamed. it from Portugal and Portugal alone. Uh, well, they're they're buddies, you know. It, <laughs> they did the, it for their lover. They did it for their lover. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're snuggled oh. up right on the Iberian Peninsula. Oh, they got oh. it. I'm right. I'm okay with it now. But anyway, uh, <laughs> there are a number of instances like that uh, that uh, are eligible for this. Just has to have gotten zero points from some vote uh derek why don't we start with you oh you would start with me yes i would because <laughs> you already know my number five is yeah but i forgot presumably you forgot okay my number five is the one that nobody else is going to pick ever anywhere oh, oh your boys, boys do, do cry right? from uh, yes. Sw All right. switzerland <laughs> <laughs> that's fine uh my single best critique of this one was somebody called it um, a song from a Christmas advert to which I thought, well, what's wrong with that? And I know, and I know people don't like it, but I, I liked his voice a lot and I think there really was something to it. It felt very comforting. And every time I, it comes up on a playlist, I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Maybe not a huge winner. I understand, but you know, there's what's a place for name? nice, I guess. Who, who's the Mary Bear? Mary's Bear. Marius Mary Bear, Mary. that's right. He was a fantastic sport, too. I don't know. He looked pretty sad when they said zero. He he was he was upset, but a little crushed. Yeah. yeah. The spaceman had to hug him. 
I mean, any opportunity for a spaceman hug is a good opportunity for a spaceman hug. There you go. I'd shed a crocodile tear for a for a Sam Ryder hug. Let's be let's be honest. All right, my my pick for number five uh, got nothing from the televote, which is shocking to me considering the song was visually wonderful. Uh, it was sung by a well-established star uh, who was confident and decked in the most gorgeous Jean-Paul Gaultier corsetry you'd ever you'd ever imagine. Uh, I give my my point to to Angun. Uh, the song "Echo You and I" uh, was in 2012 in Baku. I love this song. It's if if I worked out, this would be one of the songs I would work out to. I need to work out a lot more. Anyway, the song just makes me happy. It's it's high energy. It's cheeky. There are shirtless men doing cartwheels around her. What can be wrong? What could what could go wrong here? Evidently, the televote went wrong for her. Sorry, Angun. At least I still love you. Anyway, who's next? Danny, it's you. Could it be me? I was going to say. All right, good. Uh, my five points is going to go to uh, someone I'm... Uh, positive no one else would have the patience or <laughs> mental fortitude to put up with but my uh, number five my my one little point is going to go to germany 2021 part of our slew of four that all got null points uh it's uh gendric right gendric with uh i don't oh feel hate jedward with, uh, i don't feel hate <laughs> yeah. um uh, there's no accounting for why i place this above <laughs> you know, more songs with more gravitas, but we'll just say that this song has no gravitas and that's kind of what is very appealing about it. It has big, um, like 2016 YouTuber energy. It has big Smosh energy, big Thomas Sanders energy. Um, I, I, I just love when it like throws down and decides to go like into this very brassy breakdown right at the end of each chorus. I, I really like that. It's a it's a stupendously stupid song. I am was so pleased to see a song like that go to Eurovision and have to stand up next to these songs that are so postured to mean something. And then Gendrick is just there like, let's have fun. Dancing middle finger on the stage. All right, Eric. I just I'm annoyed that Danny's made a strong argument because <laughs> you're not wrong like it, it, uh, it yes yes it kind of it, it it really kind of did have its place uh I still don't like it but no I, yeah I know yeah it's like why'd you guys send Jake Paul like don't do that uh <laughs> So my, for my number five, I also went with a song from 2021. It's Benny Christo's Oh My God. Oh My God from uh, uh, the Czech Republic. This one uh, did, I mean, it struggled. Uh, he was struggling. It just kind of seemed like he was he was checked out, uh, either tired of the song or, or, or something else. But Televote gave him six. Jury gave him nothing. And I understand why. Uh, the the yeah. performance the performance was just lifeless. You know, th this is such a fun song, especially in studio. Just, just even that opening setting the tone with it. Like I did a lot of dumb shh. Like I love that. Mm -hmm. But then you have to match that with your performance, and it just didn't. And and so I, I as much as I enjoy this song, uh, it wasn't good. It's a missed. It was a missed it, opportunity. It, it really wasn't yeah. good. Really, really wasn't. All right, Derek, look at your two points. I, I find it strange now that we're going through all these to hear you defend these songs because I thought, yeah, the performance 
when I was putting my list together, I really considered the performance and the song. Because I loved Omega in studio, but man, oh man, watching him perform it. I, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You're not selecting. I, I was done with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, it kind of hurt my listening to it going forward. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, this one, yeah. So my number four is a song that I think was legitimately good and had an amazing performance and ultimately kind of went underworded. Uh, this was Limits by Panda. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 I totally get why this one kind of flopped, but you know, songs like this are really hard to like get excited and vote for that are just very, very subtle and very like emotionally uh, kind of vulnerable. I think it, it it's the kind of song I feel like would be a hit on the radio or you know, in the right place, but in a competition like this, it just sort of disappears. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge risk for her because her style really isn't like this most of the time. No, she's got some serious bops. Yeah. yeah so she's she's fantastic. Not um, what you'd expect. I mean, and she was like really animated and, and fun in interviews and stuff. Like she's a character and it, it, it just it seems so incongruous but you know i'm not saying she can't sing music like this but maybe just not here unfortunately all right uh my number four song getting two points for me i it yeah it may have gotten the double zero but it still makes me happy uh it was the right song at the right time i'm giving it to embers i i what can i say i love a big farty duty trumpet and Mm. it just makes me happy it's it's sam and james are gonna light up the room Oh. Light up the room. Yep. It's it's. You know what? It was the right. Like I said, it was, it was the right song for the moment. Mm-hmm. It was. We were coming out of out of the horrors of 2020 into the slightly less horror horror. The slightly diminished. <laughs> the less. The less bad. Uh, diminished horror. Yes. The 2021 Eurovision. Yes. That's what it should have been. Not open up. Don't care. Diminished horror. Diminished horror. Uh, but it was just, it was a party. It just made you feel good. It Was it a bit karaoke? Sure. Was it a mess on stage? Not styled super well? Yeah. Yes. I, I don't care. <laughs> it, I, it's, it was what I needed. And that's how I remember it as the song that fit the bill at that moment. So yeah, two points for me from, for Embers. Danny? All right. This is where I put Omega. I understand Derek's arguments that you have to judge a song equally by its uh, by its performance. But I'm just going to say that the performance was an unfortunate anomaly. He is like, I'm choosing to ignore it. As a member of this podcast, as, as the assigner of this vote, I'm choosing to ignore the performance. The staging was fantastic. Um, it, it really looked like it was all going to come together. And it's just unfortunately one way or another, Benny Cristo just sort of kind of half gave up on this song, which we've seen before in Eurovision song history, certainly. It, it was one of my absolute favorite songs of, 20, of, of that year. 2021, right? Am I, am I going nuts? Yeah. Yeah, 21. Um, yep. A, a huge improvement over uh, over K-Mama, which would have been his uh, submission had the 2020 contest happened. Um, the music video is just so so perfectly cheeky and and very smart. Like it seemed like such a smart, cool song, and it was just a a, a super huge shame that his 
his literal performance of it uh, tanked them. Uh, it was if the null points was deserved. It's one that I am uh, choosing to absolve him of. I think that's All right. fair. Yeah. All right, I gave uh, I gave my fourth place to Rock Stars uh, by Malik Harris, uh, another one from from Germany who we have who have struggled of late. I don't think they should have finished last either of the last two years. Uh, if if I'm being honest, Lord of the Lost was sweet. And they just didn't get the the love for whatever reason. I thought Rockstars was incredibly genuine, su super super heartfelt, and very well performed. This wasn't a this wasn't the just it didn't come together like uh, Omega oh was. Like this is this is this was really really sweet. I I even enjoyed the rap break, which is something I have complained about on any number of songs to this point. Shout out Ike and Kaya again. Yeah, uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out Azerbaijan this year. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. We're not going to talk about that one. It was really well done. It was so sweet. It's just sweet. That's, that's the, the word that comes to mind when, when I think about it, I really think it was a success and I, I am, I am bummed out that the results don't reflect that he got nothing through the full jury reveal at all. And then got, uh, got his measly six points from the televote right after that. And, uh, I remember being relieved that he got that because up till that point, it was looking like James Newman too, Newman harder. Derek, we're back to you. Every time you say embers, my immediate thought is the Grand Slam breakfast, but then I remember that oh, that's Denny's. <laughs> oh no! Out of the end. My number three is a uh, another song that I think was unfairly maligned because I thought it was a, it was a genuinely good song and had a lot of heart and was well performed, and that's Voyacadame from Spain. To follow up on what Eric said, I feel like Spain should be doing a lot better than it is some of the time. Sometimes they miss, and I get it, but I, I just the consistency of which they come on the bottom, I think is just really unfair given. I think there's way more mediocre songs coming higher than that. And this one, I mean, I think I mentioned this before, but like, like Spain and France and Italy, they tend to send songs in their own languages. And if you look up the translations, they're really beautifully written. There's a lot of thought put into it. I think way more so than most other countries. And I, and I just respect the hell out of it, even when it's silly or whatever. I think they're doing a lot of interesting things there. You were the one who raked France over the coals this year for having a lyric that literally translates as I sing the big France. <laughs> and it's like, well, that kind of works that... in French. But, you know, if, if keeping it in Spanish, like all of the all of the poetry in Voya Cadarme, like really, really works in Spanish. If you were to translate into English, it might have been wonky didn't you guys also have that problem with fall from the sky Is, am i am i remembering yeah, that's uh, the yeah. correctly yeah, that the english been. translation was so inferior i still like fall from the sky but, yeah, but shy, shy the, was, the oh. originals unbelievable oh. Oh. there uh was that the year of metana am i remembering that right yeah. yes, the one that was. everybody thought like oh this is a this is an absolute banger this is a shoe in and then arlena got up there sang shy and were like Maybe yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. And that's and that's uh, that's always cool when that happens. Sam. Uh, yeah, I give my third place to a song that we've already mentioned. Oh my god. Yeah, we we've talked about this. I I have very similar feelings to you guys. 
Um, great in studio. The song is still a bop. Uh, people were dancing to it at my wedding. Uh, it's 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 a bop. It gets a floor filler. It makes me happy. The cheekiness, I ah, it's so good. I get why it didn't translate, but that doesn't make me happy that it didn't do well. I just I yeah. Oh my god, three points for me. We keep rolling, mm -hmm. Danny. Good. Uh, three. It's rare that I venture outside of the usual wheelhouse of like all of the Eurovisions that I've personally been familiar with. Like I'll I'll go to 2017 just because you guys yak about it all the time. Um, but I'm 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 going back to 2016 for this one. I'm I'm going with I Stand from the Czech Republic. This is uh, a song in the genre that I cast aspersions on earlier, which is a song with gravitas. Um, but it kind of works listening to this song. Um, I get the vibe that they should have found some Hollywood studio to wedge this in to go for the like best new song Oscar. It has a a level of like um instrumentation and orchestration that adds to this sort of epic feeling that was kind of even maybe a little bit old hat in 2016. But she has an amazing voice. Something about the timbre of her voice fits this kind of large scale epic love song really well that's all i'll say it's a it's 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 something that i can't quite explain and that's the mark of just some art that resonates with you my number three is a song that has not come up yet but it's a song that has do just, it for your lover oh they, no oh my oh my <laughs> god i will no stop it mm -hmm. uh this one got a whole 93 jury points uh but uh in the in the final and then nothing from the from the televote i'm talking about austria 2017 that's uh running on air by mm. uh the guy that did running on air nathan trent i knew it <laughs> i was testing you this is a delight this is a we've talked about um not in this episode necessarily but sometimes those songs that are just like a a coffee shop vibe have a hard mm -hmm. time connecting in Europe for some reason. Latvia has done it multiple times now, uh, for yes. for instance. Uh, but this is just really it's it's nice. It's upbeat. I, I I have a hard time coming up with other things to say about it, and maybe that's why people didn't vote for it. Like like it's just it's it's dust in the wind, you know. Like it it's either the song or the concept of dust being in wind just it's there and it's gone uh, uh but it's so nice it deserved it deserved better and it did okay ultimately uh it uh finished 16th uh but all of its points all of its points were from the juries televote just wasn't into it at all it's crazy to me derek what's your number two my number two goes to a song that's already been mentioned so i don't have to say too much about it but it's rock stars yeah, 2021 Ooh. zero from the jury which i get in retrospect because they don't like rap breaks and i got it like everything you said i totally get it's totally genuine i love the message i love the way his performance sounded i think i love the staging i love how intimate it felt i can't i can't point to anything about it and say well this was wrong other than it just didn't hit at the right time or in the right way and kind of thinking about it too there's something i remember this is when we we're talking about like read uh, literature but 
someone said once that if something is just slightly off, but you don't know what it is, it ruins the entire experience. And, and I've heard that about like movies and, and books and other things. Like if it's like, if a movie is edited just slightly different than where your expectations are, it throws off the timing of the whole movie and you just feel uncomfortable the whole time. And you would never be able to explain why that is. Mm -hmm. It's just off. I feel that. And I wonder if sometimes these songs just are a little off and no one can explain why. And they're just like, well, I'm not going to vote for that because it's making me feel weird. Huh. Hmm. I could, now I'm just thinking about movies that felt off and I'm thinking <laughs> like what, that. I was like, this, is, this isn't very good. Oh, and I don't know why. And like the Margot Robbie movie, Amsterdam, that's oh, exactly, yeah. that's exactly how I felt about that movie. I was like, this should be really good. And it's not. And I don't, I can't figure it out. Is uh, it almost uncanny Valley? There's no. an uncanny element to it. Yeah. No, it's just, it, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. I got yeah, you. I got it's, you. It's, it's, it's close weird... to being right, but it's, it's just off. Like the cast, yeah, the everything. It's also the, <laughs> but Rockstars is better than that movie, so I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Rockstars is better at a song as a song than it's. I think it's just it's 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 hard to to classify it. It's it's not really following in a tradition of previous Eurovision songs. I can see why it had no traction. My number two is a song that has not come up yet in <sighs> our rankings, but it has come up in our discussion earlier in the show. It's the Make Makes. I am oh, yours. Yes, yeah, I'm giving that my four points. I I am a fan of that sort of classic blues rock bit of a piano focus. It's just simple. It's straightforward. It's It just made me feel good. And I'm sorry I couldn't be more, what's the word I'm looking for? Articulate. Hey! Uh, about it. But it just, it just <laughs> oh, no. hit my ear in just the right way. It was a comfortable, mm -hmm. a comfortable little host nation entry. And it broke my heart that it got absolutely squat from anybody. I mean, we talked a little bit about their their split jury, what it would have been. But I mean, it's one of those songs that feels timeless, but it doesn't feel dated to me. And also early, early uh, appearance of the flaming piano, which I'm always down for. Danny? Mr. Danny. Oh, my number two, my four points go to a small Spanish boy yelling at the moon. Uh, this is where I point, put my Voya Catarme uh, points. I agreed with ah. uh, I agreed with Derek earlier about uh, about how the the poetry the the lyricism of this song just work best in Spanish and I'm, I'm glad that Spain sends Spanish. No one else is going to. Um, <laughs> what if the UK sent Spanish one year? But and like uh, crushed it, with it, that would be hilarious. yeah, and absolutely did 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 crazy numbers with it. <laughs> no, this is a it's a it's a song that uh, maybe I'm just outsizedly putting it at number two because it did so poorly, and it absolutely shouldn't have. He's fantastic. He's incredibly photogenic. The camera loves him. The staging was amazing. Uh, it, it's it's impressive that you have a prop that is six feet in diameter and is still bigger than your singer. It was it was uh, amazing. The effect was stupendous. He's great. Can't cannot believe that this is in the zero points club. Cannot believe it. Now I'm just thinking about how many Blas Cantos we could have fit in the moon. In the moon, yeah. It's, this is now. Remember, <laughs> I'm going to do the math. up that. as close as possible. Remember, spheres are the most efficient to yep. stack. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number two is a song that hasn't come up yet, uh, and I have a feeling is about to come up several more times. If I had to guess, uh, I am going with Jean McCroy's "Birth of a New Age." This is uh, another one of the the run of Newell Ponders in 2021. This was again a host entry. 
I don't know what it is. It is if if there's if there's some sort of bias against voting for the host country in recent years. I know that hasn't always been the case, certainly, but I mean, uh, host countries have just sucked in in terms of results for for quite a while now. I think Franz's, if I was sorry, is the only one that really did well in the last like decade. I think. I mean, if, if if you count uh, uh, Heart of Steel, uh, I guess. Italy. Well, okay. Italy. Well, Italy's, Italy's Italy. That doesn't count. Italy's always uh, been Italy, yeah. <laughs> Italy always does well. Uh, and I mean always, pretty much. Birth of a New Age, though, is a song that is earth-shatteringly authentic, unapologetically so. Uh, it is unapologetically black, which I think is probably part of the issue that it had. Uh, it, having that in, interpretive dancer right in your face doing the extremely cool things. I can imagine a lot of households were like, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, which is, which is, this is not an endorsement of that. I can just imagine all. the Polish grandmother ch- clutching her pearls. Well, it, honestly, yes. Like, like I, I think that there's a certain segment of the audience that was just never going to get this. But Jangu didn't care. I mean, this is his art. Like, it doesn't matter what other, you know, he wasn't trying to win the he wasn't trying to lose or anything but he was just trying to be authentic and and i don't know that there's ever been a song quite as unapologetically real and authentic as as something like this and it's just a tremendous performance it's so meaningful it's so powerful yeah you know what i can see why a lot of whole bunch of colonizers weren't into it uh derek what's your number one <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about them colonizers a little bit more because my number one is John Good McCroy's. <gasps> what? Uh, I everything is said and more. I absolutely adore this song. I love again, love the message, love the performance. I think as a home entry, it it does what a home entry should do, and that it takes a huge swing and sends something really different, really risky. Uh, like I, I think, like you said, I think to a certain degree they knew this wasn't going to do well. They're like, nobody's going to buy this or go for it. But at to the, the same tune time, of no points though. I no, I wouldn't have said that. Yeah, but I think they definitely knew what they were doing when they sent it and thought, you know what, let's just just go swing for the fences, show people something they should listen to and see rather than something they want to. And I think the <laughs> the knee jerk reaction to that was a bit more than they were expecting. But he seemed to have taken it in stride, I think, better than some of the others in the Zero Club that year. I think uh, I, I feel like this song, too, came out at a really important time, at least in the United States, with the Black Lives Matter movement. And that it as an American, it hit a little bit differently. Yes, than for I us think it did. Yeah. yeah other not places. just American, but Minneapolis in Minnesota, particular as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here specifically. Yeah. Yep. So. Thinking about it like that, it uh, just, you know, layers of meaning, layers of personal connection to it, I think might have been lost on some people, but even still, I don't think this deserved what it got. So, well, I mean, I, I, I love you guys, you know that, but I kind of hate you right now for taking so many of my talking points because my my five points was also Chonko McCroy, Birth of a New Age. I got Surprise, you know. surprise. But yeah, it's the song is a masterclass in terms of vocals in terms of in terms of what it teaches us in terms of you know, I had never you know and I'm I'm saying this is slightly embarrassed language buff like I'd never heard Sranantongo 
Like I had never heard Surinamese language spoken or sung. I knew very, very little about it, but just to be able to say, this is me, this is who I am. This is, you know, the black Dutch experience. It was, it was brilliant. It was incredible. And I am almost offended that it was ignored as harshly as it was. So yeah, Jean-Claude McCroy, five from me. Danny is... Brother New Age! Uh, yeah, yeah. Who does surprising nobody? Um, I'll, I'll put little ditto marks around what everybody said, but I'll also say, and I know this is going to piss the hell out of Eric, but that I vastly preferred it to grow. Even it was, it was a surprise. That, that's that's Jungle Bukroy's uh, submission for 2020 that then got shelved because of the whole thing. Um, but. I was surprised because I didn't give grow the time of day. I, I didn't, I didn't vibe with it. It didn't gel for me. I didn't think it was anything fantastic or special. And then this came and it was probably one of my, at least in retrospect, top five of the year, um, a, a crime. What happened to it more than embers embers was, we can, we can live with embers giving no points, but this is, it, it, it feels like something suspicious is going on that this received zero. Racism. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, you ever get little racism? In suspicious anyway. voting uh, in Eurovision? I would what? never, Azerbaijan, believe you. <laughs> oh, we didn't even get into that. Yeah, yeah. we didn't. Uh, <laughs> Null Pointer, uh, Azerbaijan, well, 2022. Fortunately, Shout my number one. As we go through our number ones. <laughs> yeah, my number one is Fade to Black. No, it's not. What? Uh, <laughs> No, it's it's my favorite type of tuna, the make makes, oh! uh, with uh, with I am yours, Austria 2015. I think this song is a masterpiece. This should have been left side of the table minimum. This was so good. It is so well performed. It's gorgeous. It maybe has that coffee shop problem that we talked about with uh, running on air by the guy who did that and and uh, Nathan Threat and uh it's it's so good. This the the you know it's a fairly basic chord progression, but they do so much with it. There's that falsetto at the end of each chorus that is so 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 good. It builds a bit. It's it is a tremendous tremendous song. Sam is right. Uh, this is just Yay. lovely, feel good, feel good, feel great. Even tune. I don't have a whole lot else to add. I think we got it. Uh, that's that's that. Uh, all right that. yeah so just running down what our our picks were birth of a new age takes it by a mile uh mm -hmm. with 19 points from us uh i am yours on the back of granted only two of us voting for it but yep nine yeah. points for that Boyake Darme with seven points rock stars and oh my god tied uh with yeah. six points a pop running on air tied with i stand at three embers and limits with two and rounding out our list i don't feel hate echo and boys you cry with a point of peace Everything else, no pois. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. We did it again. We got him. All right. And everybody Oops, at home, no let pois. us know what What are your favorite no pointers of all time? What did you think of our picks? What did you think of everything? Are you getting excited for Junior Eurovision? Let us know what you think. Reach out to us on all the standard social media outlets, 12 Points USA. Find us on Patreon, find us on Redbubble, email us directly at 12pointsfromamerica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Well, until the next episode, everybody, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. 
I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America. Stop, Stop listening, listening now. All right, don't don't stop recording because I have to wonder. Recording.